Hi guys, are you okay? I can't believe this. What? For real? We are already in April. How? It was just the other day. I was like, Happy New Year to me. And I set goals. And I remember I did a, an episode of how to set goals, how to set realistic goals. And, and, and it was just at the beginning of the year. And now we're already in April. Guy, time, time, why are you flying? Time, which is okay because I don't know. It's April, guys. It's April. How are you doing? How, how, how is this month treating you? What have, what have you been up to? What me, I've just been here trying to create content for, for my podcast and you know, adulting. And can we talk about how hard adulting is? It's tough. Where talk about juggling talk about cg wondering what to do next what bill to pay which one to which one can wait which one has to be paid talk about making those job applications for real hey adulting where anyway adulting is just adulting and it's just on another level you have to pay bills you have to CG apply you have to whoa 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 but I am glad that you are still hanging in there. It's not easy by then, it could bad. But I tell you what, we shall make it. We are more than conquerors. We got this. So this is Everyday Conversation. And welcome, welcome so much. My podcast family, Karibu Sana, Karibu Sana. And I'm so excited. I, I feel like, wow, like I have like a podcast family, which is so cute and so nice. And I, I was reading a few of your comments, and thank you so much for the support. I, 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 I don't know, like, it's just immense. Thank you so much for your love. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing thoughts on, on what I can do to um, communicate better, to, to, to reach out to you, to you. And, and thank you so much for also giving me topics that you feel I should address, which, please, every time you write a topic that you want me to address, imagine I always note it down. So I will do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. So just relax and, and wait for that episode when I'll be dropping the topic that you asked me to do. I will do it. Either way, I hope you are fine. I hope you are checking on your mental health. I hope that you are keeping tabs with yourself. I hope that you are not um, you are not afraid anymore because it's already April. So you might as well start that business. You might as well you might as well just shoot your short. Anyway, talking of shooting your short, I'll talk about that. I almost said something, but yeah, I'll talk about that some other day. I just hope you're okay. Welcome to another episode of Everyday Conversation with me, Puity Masita. And this is one podcast that you get to listen, to learn, and to grow. And you people, I am actually learning a lot from you. Actually, when it comes to saving, I, I learned a lot from you. Wow. You guys have so many tips on what to do 
on and how to save better how to be better at saving if you're probably wondering what i'm talking about please go listen to the episode um that is titled keep that coin so i i talk about how to save what the importance of saving how to what to do what not to do and i also left a question there so every time every time i i do a release an episode there's always a question there for you to answer and also if you don't feel like if you feel like you don't want to answer that question you can just leave your comment and so that i can know like i want to communicate with you i want to know i want to reach out to you so and i love i love hearing your feedback so go ahead and leave a comment right now moving on swiftly as they say today i want to talk about a phenomenal woman and while i was doing my research on her i ju- I, I was amazed i was like whoa it's never too late to chase your dreams guys it, it's never too late if you have a dream and you believe in something so passionately it's never too late and who's this te- who's, who's this telling people it's too late who are you telling people it's too late and why are you telling yourself it's too late you still have time and this woman is phenomenal she she is phenomenal and um she is a Kenyan woman and yes she has been nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize i am speaking about none other than professor Miriam Were and professor Miriam Were has been nominated she is a Kenyan professor a Kenyan medic who has served Kenya for like at the longest time ever and she has also had a chance to go to China to not China rather to Ethiopia she has worked in Ethiopia and she has like won so many things so many awards which i am going to talk about so you want to stick around for that and she has been nominated and i was like wow she deserves this i am really rooting for her to win because what having done her story having done research on her having I feel like literally have walked her life with her by just doing this biography of her and I feel like she she deserves to win this award. She deserves to bring this award home. And then again, Kenyan, we are on the map again because of this phenomenal woman and her name is Professor Miriam Way. So, we have the Nobel Peace Prize and no I think you've all heard about the Nobel Peace Prize and it was started in the year um 1895. So basically the words that there are a few areas that you are awarded there is chemistry there is literature there is um medicine there is physics and then there is peace now those are like the five areas that um one gets to be given a nobel peace prize and the reason why the nobel peace prize was established is so that it can recognize um mankind or humans who are doing amazing things for the world or who are coming up with ideas that can transform the nations where they are or that just basically makes a difference in in their world and and the first person who won this award which was in 1901 was Jean Henry Dunant I hope I'm pronouncing the the name right and he was the founder of the Red Cross movement I mean who doesn't know the good work that red cross does 
Red Cross are always all over whenever there's um a, pan a pandemic or whenever there's drought somewhere or they there's need to save people or supply something, supply medicine, food uh, or or refuge or provide, you know, like Red Cross is is that that partner you can always rely on when it comes to disaster management and when it comes to basically just helping humanity and he was the first person to win this prize and this was in 1901 now for you to qualify as a nominator you're probably wondering how do how do these people get their names to Nobel Peace Prize there are people who are called nominators so what a nominator does is like they nominate you for the nobel peace prize and not just anyone can nominate you there are certain people who are allowed to nominate you one maybe probably they have to be a member of the national assembly or a national government they have to be a member of the international court of justice that is the hague they have to be a university professor your professor please you need to respect that professor and you need to start attending his classes because he can nominate you to he can nominate you for the Nobel Peace Prize and then if somebody had won the peace prize before then this person is actually allowed to nominate somebody who they feel needs to win an award yeah so if you're nominated there's like steps that 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 are taken like from 31st january that's the deadline for submission for you the nominations then on 3rd march we have a short listing that is prepared then on june 4th the advisors come together and then they review the the short the shortlisted candidates and then on 5th october um the nobel the nobel prize winner is announced and then the actual event now happens on 6th yeah, 6th of December. So that's like f the whole process that happens. And so far, only 58 women have been able to bag this prestigious award home. And there's so much controversy that, that has to do with the Nobel Peace Prize. And <laughs> um, there are few candidates who rejected, like they were given the Nobel Peace Prize, but they rejected the prize. And I will, men I will mention them um, a bit later. But they were like, no, we don't, we, we don't, we don't want the prize. We don't want, and they had their own personal reasons. And I'll be sure to mention these candidates who reluctantly, like they refused to pick this award. Can we book now? Can we, I almost said something. <laughs> I'm just so excited. Can we now start talking about Professor Miriam Mwere? I'm sure you're waiting to hear what this phenomenal woman has done, her bringing and so on. Professor Miriam Were, um, she was born and raised in Western Kenya. This is Gakamega town in Shinyalu. This was in um, 12th April, 1940, 1940, yes, 1940. So, oh, this is actually her birthday month, wow, wow. What a coincidence. What a coincidence. So she was raised in Shinyalu. What were Shinyalu's? Mkopoa? Mkopoa? <laughs> so she was raised uh, in, in Shinyalu. And then she trained as a, as a teacher, that is in biology and chemistry. Then in 1973, she graduated top of her class as a um, medical doctor from Nairobi University. Yes. Yes. I know you're asking yourself how. 
from a teacher of of chemistry and biology to a, a medical doctor now this is what happened she t- like trained as a teacher and she 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 taught like a few schools here and there but then she felt like um her dream was now to become a doctor she wanted to do something different and so at that time she was married so she consulted with her husband and she told the husband me i want to go back to school i want to go back to uni and and actually become a doctor and the husband was like yeah sure babe okay <laughs> that's me say but the husband was in support of her going to to go ahead and start her medical career or start studying for medicine at university of nairobi now gentlemen this is a part where you need to listen careful gentlemen you see as a man you have a role to play in your woman's in your woman's life yeah and and i know we live in a society where sometimes it's the woman who has to like step down for for the man to go and pursue his career but sometimes sometimes men you're allowed to also i don't know allow your woman give your woman space to go back and do what she loves at the end of the day a happy wife is a happy husband a happy wife is a happy family instead of her living with the resentment of i would have been a doctor if you didn't stop me or i would have been a nurse by now but now you see you do want me to go back to school so yeah yeah husbands you have a part to play so her husband was so supportive and she went back to school and and graduated top of her class top of her class and um she also went ahead and got a masters and doctorate of, of public health from John Hopkins University this is in the USA so yes she went back she did her master after she finished um her degree she went ahead and and got her masters and in public in public um health then um in 1982 she became the chair of public health and and this was a time when public health was actually not being considered like it was not being carried with the weight that it deserved and professor miriam were for her public health was everything she she knew that the community needed something more the community needed to to the health of the community mattered and that's why she pushed so hard to make sure that there was um a training that 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 happened for for people who wanted to 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 do a masters in 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 public health so she graduated and then now she became a, a teacher um she was training people yeah and then now when she got her masters there was no masters program in Kenya for for people who were doing public health and that actually disturbed her she saw a gap she saw that i mean why can't people go up to the up to masters why do they have to stop at the degree level so professor miriam were went out of her way and she had a meeting with who that is the world health organization and after speaking with them she was able to convince the WHO to actually start a training in Kenya that would support people who want to have a masters in public public health and that's what happened so after that um WHO sponsored a few trainers to come to Kenya to to start teaching or the class of or masters masters in public health was now established 
Now, Professor Miriam Were, she has worked with um, UNICEF and this was to actually the area that she worked in was developing policies in children's health. She spent 15 years, guys, not one, not two, but 15 years in Ethiopia. And this was during a time when Ethiopia was going through a lot of famine. There was no food and children, the, ch the health of the children in, in Ethiopia was really going down every single day and WHO decided to send her there, uh, UNICEF rather, decided to send her there so that she could make sure that the children in Ethiopia, the, especially the mothers and the children, had something to put in their mouth and that's what she did there. She was reluctant at first and when they first approached her to go to Ethiopia, that was like a few years before, she refused because for her, she had not yet achieved what she wanted to achieve at that time. So after the first class, um, the first students who did who completed their masters in, in public health graduated, then now UNICEF came to her and told her, yeah, you have been able to like duplicate yourself. And now you have people who actually have masters just like you. So are you willing to now go back to go to Ethiopia? And at that time, yeah, she actually went back to Ethiopia, and that's what she did. She she worked under the Child Survival Survival Program, and she was um, just working with UNICEF to make sure there was food, that the children there were having enough to eat during that pandemic. The other thing about Professor Were, Miriam Were, is she managed to be the director of the National Pilot Project on Community-Based Health Care. I feel like one thing that makes this woman stand out is her passion. You know how you can be so passionate about something that when you see a gap or when you see something going wrong and you know you can do better, you actually step up. And I feel like that is what makes her so unique because she always saw a gap and she went to fill the gap and she did not only fill the gap but she did better to make sure that that gap was not there again. And that's what she did. And now she became the director of the National Pilot Project on Community-Best uh, Healthcare. And then she also worked as a counselor for Mo University. For those of you who don't know that, she, she has worked with Mo University before. And currently, currently she's the chairman of Kenya's National AIDS Control Council and the board of AMREF and other, she's like she's not only in AMREF and 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 this N N A C C yes it's N A C C, but she also like sits in several boards. She has been able to sit on several boards because her expertise needed her wisdom, and she has gained a lot of knowledge doing what she does. Yeah. Now, in all that she has done. In, in her way of just giving back to society and, and doing what she does best, she has been, like, it has not gone unnoticed. You know how in Swahili we say, Chanda Chema Huvikwa Pete? The translation for that is, um, how do you say Chanda Chema in English? Okay, basically, <laughs> basically, something that if you do something nice, yes, l let me paraphrase it. If you do something nice in this world, 
or for someone or for somebody you are going to be recognized or you're going to be recognized or there is an award that is awaiting you what works Swahili I hope I've done justice to to the translation but yeah so she has been able to win several awards and if she wins I hope she wins I hope she wins if she wins the Nobel Prize it will not be like the only prize she has won because she has won several awards and these are some of the awards that she has been able to back home national honors from the Kenyan president and she was given this award in 2005 yes she was given this award by the president by the then president and she was given this because of her work because of she put her heart in all that she did and she was passionate about public health she was passionate about a common mananchi being able to access health and not just any health but quality health and she was recognized the other award that she won this is like the second one if you're counting she won the trailblazer award of the women in leadership group this was in the year 2007 so there's a group of women that are basically um they recognize other women who are doing great and this is a word that they gave to professor Miriam Were in 2007 then um she also won queen elizabeth second gold medal for public health and the reason why she was giving this she was given this award was because of her outstanding contribution to the international public health Now remember she has like worked with UNICEF and and had conversations with WHO and been able to go to Ethiopia and Kenya and all that. So basically what Professor Miriam Were has done is that she has been able to create an atmosphere that public health actually matters. The public health needs to be given the weight that it deserves and because of that because of of her contribution to public health and some of the policies that she came up with while serving in that docket she was able to be recognized by queen queen elizabeth and she got this this award called queen elizabeth second gold medal for public health now it didn't stop there so a few years later the government of Japanese uh, the Japanese Japanese government recognizes her with the Hidaya Naguchi prize it's chinese guys it's chinese but it's Hidaya Naguchi prize and she was given this by the Japanese government and basically it was just to do with the work that she was doing with with public health the other award that she was able to bag home was George G Tobalt award of the National Council of International Health all her all her yes all her awards have to do with health and the other award that she won was UNICEF Maurice Bett award and this was the first time that um an african was winning this award so thanks to her finally an african got to win like an african country or somebody from africa got to win this award so again chanda chemo vikopete like in a nutshell right and and how work speaks for for itself she's 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 an outgoing woman and i remember when i was watching her documentary like wow you you could see that she's she's so she's so humble but she she's like a straightforward woman who's like if i say no it's a no if i say i'm doing this i'm doing this 
and I remember in that conversation she was having like the husband was there and you could see the love and the kind of support the husband actually works in like sector of agriculture you could see the love like you see that 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 norm you have to say of like growing growing all together yes that that's what I saw when I was listening when I was listening to her documentary that was done if you want to know where I got that documentary you can you can inbox me then I'll tell you where I watched that documentary from but she's a phenomenal woman and, and I think you know how we say behind a successful man there's there's, there's like there's a woman I feel like now for her is yes she's a woman but she also had the backup of her husband who was like babe yeah do this yeah it's okay so again i feel like we all have parts to play we have we all have roles to play in each other's life so play your part i play my part and who knows and then currently 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 professor miriam way um not even currently her, her and her husband had this desire to see that um, young children were going to school in their community. They wanted to see that um, children were able to go to school and, and since they were in a position where they could lend a hand to their community, they started this foundation called Uzima Foundation and this was in the year 1995. And the like the amount they had saved up for was two million Kenya shillings, and and I remember her saying, like the like the money just ended all of a sudden because they had so many children who are coming to them with the need of we need to go back to school can you help us, and their initial idea was that the Uzima Foundation would only cater for for students in their community, but they had people coming all the way from Machakos, from Kitui, from like around the around around um the nation and so that was it so you like they didn't have the heart to deny someone just because they they didn't think he came from or she came from that particular community so that's how the uzima foundation um operates to date so they sponsor children now it became around like the whole nation yeah they sponsor children to go to school to study and to be able to live their dreams and achieve their dreams and uh, remember when I told you guys that I will tell you, I will tell you who the people that refused to get their award. Yes, I am almost getting to that point. But after all you said and that, after I've said all that, I feel like she needs to win this award because she's a phenomenal woman. And anybody who does something that brings change, that brings positive change, and that has to do with taking care of humanity, or, or, or bringing a change that will impact community and make them feel loved, feel seen, feel good, then that's a good thing. And she deserves to win this award. So that's, that's all I have to say about um, Professor Miriam Mwere. And I remember, I remember when, when, when she was talking, she said something like, it's never too late, yeah? And, and never underestimate the influence that you have no matter how big or how small as long as it's influence never underestimate that and the one thing she mentioned is in everything always put God first that's what she said she said that she could not be where she is if she didn't learn to let 
God direct her path because never in her life had she imagined that she was one day going to be a doctor never in her life had she imagined that she was going to be able to shake hands with the president or 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 even being nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize but truly 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 how hard work speaks for her and and professor Miriam Mwere you deserve you deserve this award and thank you so much for being an inspiration to young girls to women out here and and i think basically is that it's never too late it, it's never too late you can always rise and you can be you can make something out of your life it's never too late go back to school go back to your dream go back go back and do that thing that you've always wanted to do and professor Miriam Mwere is a living example of that So girl, woman, boy, man, get up. Go. Go. Go do it. It's still possible. Now, as I wrap up this section, as I wrap up the uh, this episode, Jean Paul and um he's called Leduc Le though. These are the two gentlemen that refused Th- they literally said we are not coming and we are not we don't want the Nobel Peace Prize. and they are the two gentlemen that went to history up to now um being the among the first people to have like being among the first two people to turn down this award which was like considered it be it's considered a prestigious award and they were like nah nah you can keep it you can keep it for us so that is all the time i had for for you thank you so much and um yeah keep doing you you're phenomenal you're enough and nobody will tell you anything and if you can improve on something if you if, if there's one thing you need to invest on is yourself so guess what i will see you i will catch you on my next episode that has been my time for today my name is priti masitsa and this is everyday conversation see you bye